Hey, and welcome back to your Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I'm Stacy here with my sister, Jasmine. We are your Black Zen team. That is correct. And if you don't <laughs> know, your Black Zen team comes to you now uh, weekly in this podcast, but that now each month we have a new theme because our goal is to make sure that everything we give you is digestible and can be applied in your everyday life. And we did hear you when you said, you give me too much too soon. <laughs> We're trying to slow it down now, and we're actually really excited about this direction, and we've gotten some really good feedback on it so far. Uh, but Stacey, before For we get into that- those that don't know what we do, mm-hmm. let's start there. Yes, yes. <laughs> Our goal with Black Zen is to make meditation accessible and relatable to a wide range of people. We want everyone to wake up, meditate, slay. Yes. <laughs> Essentially, yes. And that's, that's, that's really it. Exactly. And only because we noticed what a difference it made in our own lives. And, and if we thought we were doing good before, it wasn't until we actually started becoming active, consistent meditators that we truly saw a difference in our lives in very real, tangible ways. And we thought more people should be talking about this. Absolutely. So. Find out more about what we do, our website, mm-hmm. blackzen.co. Email us if you have questions, info at blackzen.co. We'll definitely get back to you. It's us behind the lines. Right. <laughs> we are your Black Zen team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's not say we don't have help, but we do like to respond to people's comments in a very real way. Correct. So we, we do try to make sure We definitely us. do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're jumping into a new topic this month. We are. Last month, we yeah. talked about power, how to get it, how to keep it, and how to, how to use it. it. And this month, we're talking all about love and relationships. It only seemed appropriate that for February, the month of love, that we would actually talk about relationships. And the only reason why we're doing this is because we get a lot of questions and thoughts around this. And everyone's like, how come you guys never talk about relationships? And you know, it's funny. (laughs) We're going to get into that because the reason we don't talk about relationships per se is because we believe that the first relationship you need to have is with yourself. Correct. Until we can learn to love ourselves, we cannot learn to love others. Right. So, boom. That's where we're going to start. <laughs> we're going to start So, we're going to start there. here. We're going right. to build on that for the next four weeks. Yes. So, as soon as we understand where we're coming from in any situation, it just allows us to navigate anything else outside of that in a much more thoughtful way. Because every relationship has you in it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I think that we, Jess and I read a lot of articles just to like prep for what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those are dealing with, at least for February, is like how to talk to your mate, how to Mm -hmm. respond to kids. And those are all outside people that you're working with and trying to communicate with. Yes. But until until you have a true conversation with yourself and you know where you are starting from, it is very difficult to then have really effective, strong, healthy relationships with anybody else in your life, whether that's romantic, whether it's professional, whether it's with your kids, friendships, you name it. You are the only constant in all of your (laughs) relationships. (laughs) So those that receive the monthly meditation, make sure you check out the meditation this month. Mm -hmm. It's all about how to love yourself and how to really Get in the habit of looking at yourself differently. I had a lot of fun with this one because it is our take on a loving kindness meditation. And if you hear about meditation and relationships in the same sentence, you will often hear this term called loving kindness meditation. And we try to explain what that is and how we focus it uh, for this particular month. And I think it's actually really helpful because we do get a lot of questions around that. So definitely check out the monthly guided meditation. Yes. So, into this week's topic. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're going to talk about all about communication. And the reason why we started with this particular topic is because once you get past the fact that you are the only constant in every relationship that you have, 
The other piece is that we really thought about what is the constant in every good relationship, whether it's professional, romantic, with your children, with your family, with your friends. What is it that's like that piece that shows up in every relationship other than yourself? And funny enough, it always comes down to good communication. It's how we talk to each other. Mm -hmm. I like to call this episode, How to Communicate Without Getting Amped. And Jazz is laughing because oh my gosh. we're using our own oh dynamic and how we communicate. Because yes. I'm some people are just amp people. I consider myself an amp person. I'm so glad she said it because I didn't want to have to mention to. it. Because <laughs> I think I'm passionate about what I have to say. That's what every that's what everybody that's what every who amp turns up says. says. <laughs> I'm just passionate. You're like, well, could you be a little less passionate? <laughs> Jazz's favorite phrase is, "You're at a twelve. I'm gonna need you at a five. Yes. Yes. So funny enough, that actually brings us to our next topic. We're mm-hmm. talking about, we, we call these safe words. Yeah. And it sounds crazy, but these are things that we can say to each other. And I encourage you to use these with your people in your circle. Right. right. How to say these terms that just really diffuse situations. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because what we realize is that we could sit here and give you platitudes on what good communication looks like. But the truth is every relationship is going to be different. And the safe words that you guys find for yourselves or the ways that you can deflate a situation quickly really have to do with the other person that you're talking to. Because the way that I deflate a situation with my mom is very different than the way I'd you know, diffuse a situation with my partner. And it's very different than how I diffuse a situation with my sister. So yes, each person has their own relationship. And that's what makes each relationship unique. But I do feel like if you don't have these elements of good communication in place, it is very difficult to actually have a relationship that feels like both people are heard, Mm -hmm. and that the needs are being met in a way that allows that relationship to continue to grow. So we're so, going to share our safe words. Yes. And we're encouraging you to come up with your own. Correct. We spend the most amount of time <laughs> with each other. Yes. <laughs> and it's imp- and, and, and I feel like the case with any time you spend time with a person regularly, these things are key. Because stuff will happen. Here's the other thing. There's no way that you're going to be in a relationship long term without some sort of situation coming up <laughs> where somebody feels some kind of way. So you have to figure out, okay. How do we deal with it when that happens? Not if that happens, when that happens. How are we going to approach it? All right. So let's get into our our fun, safe words. (laughs) Do you want to start with your favorite, Jazz, or should I start? My favorite is actually, so because Stacey is a passionate person, (laughs) we've established that she um, can go zero to 60 quite quickly. Yeah. In, yeah. in in the wrong situation, if she didn't meditate that day, if she didn't have anything to eat, if she wasn't well rested, there are a lot there's of a lot of factors. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of factors for my ampness. I'm not going to lie. Her equilibrium is very dependent on quite a few things. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, and I think it also helps that obviously with any relationship, you know, the more time that you spent with the person, the more that you're able to sort of naturally develop these things. And, you know, being 18 months apart, we've had plenty of time. See, I'm going to go develop. ahead and use mine right now. A little barrier on the loop. This is my favorite word. Oh my God. Because Jasmine has a tendency to say things over and over. Or Well, because or she, I realize she, that people no, don't have well, context. Our listeners do not have context bear. about how we came up with these little things. barrier on a loop. I'm, t- I'm, I'm explaining right now in the moment how this comes up. Just like now when Jasmine continues to talk and be very <laughs> verbose on a simple topic, which I think people understand effectively. Okay, fine. Little barrier on a loop, meaning I've heard what you said. Move on. Move on. <laughs> little barrier on a loop. Fine. Heard. <laughs> Heard. That's another one. That's another one that we do. We say heard, which means if you tell me that one more time, I just might hit you. So <laughs> I heard you. You can stop. Okay. Right? So we just effectively <laughs> showed. <laughs> you see? 
Freedom two of forms tell. of communication. Show not tell. And you right. know we use these all the time. The fact that yes. it's coming up right now in this regular conversation is actually pretty funny. It's because we use them that often. It truly is. It truly is. And what it's uh, and I think also too for me because she can get amped. We have a little signal. It's sort of like whenever you see like actors do a scene and then they kind of like close their hands into a <laughs> fist, right? And they say scene. So we do that with each other because we, you know, it's us. So we use humor to diffuse a situation. And so when the person is sort of going on and on and we're like, oh my gosh, I heard you. We just, we put up the fist and it says, I heard what you have to say. Please stop. And the whole point of us doing that is because we told each other, when I do, when I put up this fist, it says, you cannot get mad at me putting up the fist. It means I effectively heard what you said, but you must stop talking right now. <laughs> well, what's so funny? I remember when that one started. That started because we were somewhere out and Jasmine, being the verbose conversationalist that she is, <laughs> was talking about something I had zero interest in. Yes. And yes. rather than saying, actually, I know yes. what's so funny, yeah. I actually said, I don't care about anything you're saying right now. <laughs> I said those words. I remember. I said, I don't care about anything you're saying. And my feelings Please hurt. shut up. <laughs> like, I, you see I how rude she is to me? I realized that was tactless. Right. Exactly. And so we came up with another way to say, I'm sure what you think you're I'm saying sure is right. important. It's not important to me. Right. Let's wrap it up. You can stop. Right. You can stop. Here's the, here's the wrap it up box. <laughs> and, and the whole point is that when you see the fish, you can't get mad about it. No. You have to just accept that the other person is letting you know where their limit is. And I think that that is one of those things about like important communication in a relationship that you really want to preserve and that you want to have continue to grow is that you, you have to know when you've reached your limit, both personally for yourself and the other person has to know when they've reached the limit with you where you're like, there is nothing effective that will come out of the rest of this conversation unless we stop right now. Yeah. And that's a part of you just taking care of yourself and recognizing where your boundaries are, but also being able to effectively communicate that to the person that you're in a relationship with. And I think it's super important. And we found a way to do it in a funny way. Um, but whoever you're, you have that conversation with, you decide what makes sense for you. True. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the counter to that, to the fist, mm -hmm. is when I want someone, Jasmine per se, or someone, I actually only use this with you. You only use it with me. I do. When I have something to say that I feel is incredibly important, mm -hmm. Linda, 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 listen. Right. I use that often. Yes. It's like, I know you're you're talking over me. I need you to hear what I'm saying. Yes. Linda, Linda, Linda. Everyone knows that reference. It's from right. a YouTube video that was just hilarious. Right. And viral. if you don't know it, look it up. It's really funny. Yes. Linda, listen. Linda, Linda, Linda. Mm-hmm. What's funny, I've been in the store and called her Linda and she'll turn around. It's just so weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're not, not paying attention to me right now. I need you to pay attention to me right now is essentially what that's saying. But it also is a great way because we have a shorthand, it makes it so that I understand that whatever's happening in that moment, I need to hush and just listen to what she has to say. Even if I'm even if I'm in my own space about it, I still need to hear what she has to say because she used the word that I know that says, I hear you, but I need you to stop for a second right now and, and listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, Linda, you no, Linda, listen to you me. You listen to me. Right? The dynamics in that family in that video was hilarious. It really you was. No, he got I, that from his dad. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. To call his mom Linda, I mean, he heard that from somewhere else inside the home. <laughs> So. Anyway, but but you get what we're saying, that every relationship is going to have ways that you can quickly and effectively diffuse a situation. Or be heard. Or be heard, right. And effective communication is about how do we get it so that we don't go zero to 60, because at that point, people don't listen. We're in defense mode, and then nothing gets solved, and we all walk away mad. At the end of the day, with any relationship that you want to preserve, 
The goal is not to make someone feel stupid. The goal is not to cut someone down. The goal is not to like berate someone. The goal is to get to resolution. It's really a relationship that you value and that you want to keep and hold together. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of times I think people have conversations, arguments just to be heard, Mm -hmm. not necessarily to have a resolution, not necessarily to fix something. And that's another problem. I don't understand that though. This is where I get lost because I'm like, so you want me to just listen while you rant, but you don't want me to respond? No, so you want me to have an argument with you. Right. That's what it is. Like, you want to argue. You don't want to fix anything. You right. just want to argue. So, and that's a whole different can of worms. And I don't like, I, And I, I honestly don't have any advice on that one. I don't know, I'm not I don't know how effective it is. Actually, the best way to diffuse that, heard. That's another one of our words. Mm. Heard. Me and I heard you. We, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. True. Because the argument only you. works if two people go back and forth. Absolutely. Heard. Love it. I got that from one of my chef shows that I, I love. I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so true. Because in that way, it's like you're not perpetuating a conversation that isn't helpful. It's no. saying, I hear you. I got it. And I don't have to say anything after that. Exactly. I can disagree or not disagree. You won't know. Because I said heard, meaning I'm done talking. But that also means- but I heard you. It also means I heard you. Yep. Right. Which means that we don't have anything else to discuss in this moment, but thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> that's another one of our safe words, meaning- we say we, we got we, we got we got thank you Glenn from a TV show that we watched and we thought it was really funny and basically this person kept talking and um and this little girl said thank you Glenn <laughs> meaning that was like zip it zip it right <laughs> so when when no we're actually done, she meant thank you you can leave now yes was the meaning of we're thank done you, Glenn. here we're done thank you Glenn I will say that's the one piece of communication that we use it's a little bit salty on the end and it basically <laughs> means you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of these, Jasmine. I know. It's because we hang out a lot. It isn't like it's always puppies and rainbows, as I joke all the time. Like, you know, yes, we get along. Obviously, we have a deep relationship. Oh, they've heard us on this podcast not get along. Yes. But I feel like we can get through the times that we don't get along because we have these pieces in place. And because we want to resolve them. Correct. So, correct. I think your resolution piece was key Mm -hmm. to any communication. Mm -hmm. Something that I wanted to make sure I mentioned in this is, you know, we used ourselves as an example because... We only want to speak about what we believe is true. But I think it helps that we are both very confident, outspoken people, and not everybody has that trait. So I want mm-hmm. so I want to leave some space to say, if you're not a person who can assert themselves in this way, and that's not the way that you communicate, that's okay. You can find a way for you that still feels true, even if it's not a quick shutdown of somebody if that's not your personality. True. Do you know you what know, I mean? Actually, our mom would write us letters. Oh, she Remember? did. Remember? Yeah. After an argument because, mm-hmm. you know. Because she would argue cry when she would try to explain it. And then she's like, so I had to take my own time to express what I wanted to say and then give it to you so you can process it. Process it in your own time. Exactly. And so. then when you're ready to have a conversation about it, come talk to me. Yeah. Which I thought actually was really, was really, really kind of interesting. Was because yeah. I think then, I think what people want most is to be heard and have exactly what their thoughts mm-hmm. communicate to the other person. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that with words or speech, write it. Right. Because sometimes it, it is it is hard if you're a very emotional person to have a conversation in real time where you're like, everything gets jumbled up and I just, I can't get it out the True. way I'm trying to get it out. Remember you know? that? I sent you a text once that was like a two page text. Mm hmm. But why this isn't working? Yes, and then and then at the bottom, of, at the, the last sentence of the text was, "There is no response needed. I just wanted you to listen." And it was great. And granted, like we still I, didn't talk for two days. We later, did it. We but did it. It's I was okay. Processing. Processing. <laughs> <laughs> and while I didn't agree with everything that she said, I at least was able to try to see it from her point of view. 
And I think when you tell someone you don't have to respond, that lets them off the hook of feeling like they have to defend themselves or feeling like they need a, a comeback or a rebuttal. It's like, you don't need to respond in this moment. I'm just telling you so that you know what's on my heart to say. And you know, yeah. we've actually talked about this in the past, yeah. and that was the mindful listening. Giving someone yeah. just two minutes, you're not allowed to have a facial response. You're mm-hmm. not allowed to interject. Just straight listening. The best way to communicate is to listen, really. What is this like? Communication is 80% listening and oh, 20% yeah. talking. Sure. I'm sure I messed up that percent, but you get Absolutely. the idea. <laughs> but but yeah, they say you have two two ears and one mouth, right? It's like the whole oh. thing is that you're supposed to listen more than you speak. You're a nerd. I'm telling you, that's what, they tell, that's what they tell kids in school. And I'm like, oh, that's really thoughtful. What a great way to remember it. I do think that there's something to that. And I think that if you go back to um, our podcast where we talk about mindful listening and how to really listen, when you're trying to get past a communicative barrier that you have with someone in your life that you really want to preserve a relationship with, I think that's the first place to start. We gave you a lot. We did. (laughs) I didn't think think we'd have this much to say on this topic, but apparently this is why we break them down into parts now. So now there's two things to be working on right now. One, Mm -hmm. building your safe words with your people in your space and who you communicate with on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But of course, the first piece of that is learning to love yourself and communicate with you. It's hard to communicate with someone else if you don't know where you are. Right. And how, do you, and how do you make sure that you're coming from a place that's from a good place and not from a place that's trying to cut someone down? Always check in with you first, because a lot of times when we get upset, it has more to do with how we feel about it oh, yeah. and less to do about what the other person actually did. Yeah. It's less about a situation and actually right. where you're coming from. Correct. So check yourself first in the relationship, which is what our monthly guided meditation is helping you to do by mm-hmm. using loving kindness uh, to work on yourself. And then um, the first piece of any great relationship is working on your communication. And funny enough, I think the more invested you are in that meditation and loving kindness meditation and working on you, Mm -hmm. the easier communication becomes in general. Yeah. Because then you actually listen without having your, like forcing yourself to listen. Like you actually really do want to know what that person is saying. Yeah. It's coming from a different place. And we'll tell you why that is next week. We'll leave you with all that good food for thought and we'll catch you on next week's podcast. In the meantime. Have a great week.